I don't know about you folks, but I'm ready to get 2023 behind me and start looking at 2024. Dana, the CEO of Hemlane, has got some questions, some predictions about 2024. So we're going to we're going to see if we agree or disagree. It should be a lot of fun. Dana, what do you got? Great. Um, so the first. Dana, you went right. on mute. The first oh, one, the first one I want to talk about is um, a prediction on sales volumes. Um, okay. And so where we think that that's going to go. Um, and my, my first prediction is that's going to go up. I think there was a huge shock with interest rates and everyone mm -hmm. was, Hey, why aren't, um, interest rates at 3%? I'm going to wait to purchase until they go back down to 3%. Okay. I think after you get that sticker shock and then, uh, you know, months go by, mm -hmm. folks are saying, you know what, we're in this higher interest rate um, uh, climate. That is not changing. They were very okay. artificially low for way too long. Mm -hmm. And folks say, you know what, we are going to buy. And then we're going to look at refinancing and it's not the end of the world. Right. Um, so I do think uh, sales volumes will go up. Yeah, I think, I think they'll go up as well i think it's it's might be more interesting to try to just wild ass guess a number uh so i think we're going to do about 4.2 million in 2023 existing home sales and okay. right around 600 new so if we call 4.8 2023 number in totality new and existing what do you what do you what what does up mean to dana yeah, that's actually a good question. So um, with that, I think um, from my perspective, I would say um, probably a 10 to 20% increase um, okay. with it. Where where are you thinking? So it's really interesting because not a lot, most people, when they do this, we, they only talk existing home sales. I like the fact that we're talking total here. I think new home sales could go up certainly 10, maybe 15%. So if they were 600, we're talking 690. Yeah, yep. let's call it 700. Existing home sales, that's the rub. I agree with you. I think there's a bunch of demand that gets unlocked when rates come in. Unfortunately, as you know, it's a supply and demand equation. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know where the supply is coming from. So um, I think 4.2, again, if we assume that's what 2023 did, I don't think you get much movement, maybe 4.4. So what's that, a 5% move? 5%, so, yeah. Yeah, so if we go four four plus seven hundred, I'll go five one instead okay. of four eight. So I'm okay. Above that. Are okay, you above great. or below five one? I think I'm slightly above that, um, okay. and right. I don't disagree with you on existing home sales. I do think folks who are locked into um, the lower interest rates are less likely to say, "Hey, I'm going to upgrade" because they are locked into such a good deal. Um, and so renovations obviously become something that is considered of how do I keep myself happy in my own home, um, yeah. today. And, and there's a lot of people that will look at becoming frankly, accidental landlords. I got a 2% mortgage yeah. rate. Yeah. I can just rent my home out. I'll go get a 5% down conventional. I think this, I think the fed broke housing and, and, you know, they're going to create a lot more rental units, you know, going forward. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So with the existing home sales, the, the one, the only kind of pushback I have to that is I do think there's a lot of pent up demand, um, sure. from the perspective of folks saying I'm waiting and then life events change and they're like, you know what? I just can't wait any longer. It's been two years no. of this. And no, so I agree. That's why. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It, and I just don't see it this soon. Right? And by life events, okay. we can just, for example, say kids, right? Kids, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So you have you you you're in a house. You know, you have one child. It's a three bedroom. Uh, you have another one. You have another one. It's like, but the the little ones. You know, the next two years they're in a crib. Yeah. So so I see those life events, but I see those as a 2026. Like, honey, it's just too cramped. Yeah. You know, okay. That's fair like, enough. Fair yeah. enough for the next year. Okay. Great. Yeah. All right. Um, great. Uh, my my second of the three is on the uh, obviously on the property management side. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that more folks are going to be looking at alternatives to the traditional model, oh. and they're going to be questioning obviously on the technology side of how do I get more transparency because everything is at your fingertips. Everything is on your phone where you can see every everything in real time. So how do I, and this is for all the property managers out there, how do you basically win by saying, hey, I have given owners everything in real time at their fingertips because everything else now is in real time at their fingertips mm-hmm. on their phone. Oh yeah, I, I believe we are on the cusp uh, and Hemlane is likely leading this. Uh, of the evolution of property management. I, th- I think historic numbers have self-management at, I don't know, 80 some odd percent. Um, I think that goes up from here. Uh, I think there's actually more more mom and pop landlords that come to products like Hemlane because it's going to make their job even easier. I'm not even talking about the guys like me who have hundreds of units and pay you know someone to do it. I think there's a lot of people that will bring go to Hemlane for speed, audit trail, communication, you know, less, less hours, less going to the buildings, eviction guard, all these things we talked about in episode one. Um, Yeah. I think property management is right on the cusp of severe disruption. And it's been, it's operated the same way for hundreds of years. Decades and decades. Yeah. So for those property managers on here, the question is, how do you innovate? There's some really awesome property managers who come to Hemlane and hearing about the technology they're thinking of putting in, or they've already put in. I spoke with a property manager the other day who was like, Dana, I've got cameras in there. I've got self-guided tours. I have then this operational process of who drops by to check things, but I'm reducing days on market. The owners have access to those cameras to see everyone who's going in for showings. And it was so cool to see his process. And then all of that was just completely transparent um, to the owners. And so those types of things I think are really cool and, and coming up with, hey, you don't have someone um, out there all the time, but you have someone who can get out there on demand at certain yeah. times and how to use technology to facilitate. So I think that aspect of it is really cool. And then hardware is changing so much with all of the um, smart home technology that coupling that with your business, um, whether you're a landlord or property manager, I think is pretty cool. I agree. Like it. Great. Um, my final one is property management related. I'll turn it over to you for a couple of your predictions here too. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's on service professionals. So vendor network. I believe in order to win, your vendor network is going to be the key to success. And um, here is here is why. I do believe it's going to be um, continue to be more difficult to find great deals out there. And so optimizing your current portfolio, you know, we see that from a vendor network perspective, it's very, very hard to find good service professionals. And so working with players like us who like build that up for you 
and are constantly looking for new talent in every single city, but that's major for us, constantly saying who is the best handyman, who's the best electrician, plumber, general contractor. Um, and so I, I really do think there's going to be more to that and more on the tech side where you'll be able to work with tech players who say, hey, this person is in only our network. You can't get them if you're not in our in our network and really helping to provide that exclusivity with it. And some good examples of that, I think, are new companies that have launched. This is not on the rental side, but on for homeowners, something like Honey Homes, mm. where you have they have their own handyman. They come out once a month to check on your property. And um, while I think that business model is a very difficult one um, to do, I do think having those that network will really help tech companies to say, hey, we do have something that's differentiated. That's not just software, but it's actually the service component of it. Yeah, no, I think that's right on. Uh, you know, as somebody who realizes that real estate's a people business, uh, it is the service professionals around you uh, that can really change the game, not only for the owner from a profit and loss, but really from a customer and client uh, perspective, meaning the tenant. So um, I agree with all of that. When I look at 2024, there's really two predictions that I think are most important. One is where does the 30-year mortgage rate go? And, you know, for simple discussion, yeah. does it go below or to stay above 6%? I think that's an interesting kind of yep. brain teaser. And then the other one would be unemployment, right? Does unemployment exceed, call it, you know, 4.3%. So uh, Dana, first we'll go to interest rates. Do you see 30-year mortgage below 6% at any time in 2024? Good question. Um, I'm not convinced on it. <laughs> I, I'm not convinced that it's going to go below 6%. Um, I think that from the perspective of inflation, we're still saying, oh, we learned the hard way with yeah. that because we had to um, increase interest rates so much um, to counter the inflation that we saw happening. I think that the Fed is much more... Um, uh, prudent and recognizes what has happened in the past years and that to have a healthy economy, we do need to keep that up. Now, I think that they would bring that down if they saw a huge recession imminent, which would be a question I would have for you, especially with um, unemployment rates of how mm -hmm. does that look? Um, but I don't think so. I mean, maybe slightly under 6%, but it's definitely uh, to my, yeah. I, I'm not thinking below 5% there. Yeah, I think, I think I'm in the same, you know, my hope, I'll even say it differently. I hope it doesn't go below six. We don't, we need to stop having these kind of violent moves. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've got to, we've got to rebaseline. We've just got to, we got to put in the time at 6%. Uh, and then unemployment, you know, my thought is we stay below 4.3, uh, okay. but you're absolutely right. There are people talking about unemployment going up significantly. And if that happens, all bets are off on rates to go back to zero, all of those things. So I guess as a CEO, somebody who is always constantly looking to add talent, are you seeing finding it easier, harder to find talent? Do you think unemployment could exceed four or three or what are you seeing? Well, I think you have to segment it by industry. So I think every industry is different. Um, for us on the tech side, it's been very easy to find talent. Um, you know, two years ago we were struggling um to find the talent that we can find today. And okay. that is because like in our industry, tech has been um hit so hard because yes. of the interest rate environment that discounted cash flows when you're looking at what these company valuations are these growth stocks yep. and growth companies valuations have just got hammered and you know what you thought you were worth now suddenly you're worth half that 
And these CEOs are making decisions and boards to say, hey, we've got to let go of 20, 30% of our tech staff. And so that has actually helped us um, from the perspective of there's a lot more people looking on the market, but typically we don't actually look at those. We look at the people who are in those companies that now are taking on three jobs. Exactly. And they could come to Hemlane and have one job. Yeah. And um and, and so looking at it that way and you know, actually reaching out to the talent before they make the decision to leave the company. Nice. And so that has been um to date a, a huge strategy of ours. Awesome. Well, Dana, I appreciate you being here. You and the Hemlane team will be at our event February 17th and 18th in Vegas. I look forward to meeting you in person again, as well as the folks that you bring with you. Uh Dana, thank you very much. Thanks, Michael. Bye.